Hello, this is your friendly Dungeons and Doctorates DM, Ben. I am today at PAX Australia, looking for some friendly faces, some people that you may recognize. I'm going to be walking the floor today, and let's see if we can find some people and get their opinions on a few things. And I think it's only fair that I answer these questions first, so you hear what I'm going to be talking about. Now the first question I'm going to be asking is, what is their favorite science fact? And for me, my favorite science fact is how close space is. We think about space being very, very far away. It's not. Space is, uh, the edge of space is 100 kilometers up. So think about like if you got in a car and you drove 100 kilometers an hour, it would take you one hour to get there. Now think about all the times that you've like driven around for an hour and like all the places that exist on that like that one hour limit of your driving. If you could drive straight up, you'd be in space. That is like space is not that far away. And if we could just go straight up at 100 kilometers an hour, we would get there in one hour. There are so many places I can I could get to in one hour of driving. And so I'm like, what? Space is, space is so much closer than you think it is. It's, yeah. Anyway, that is my, I, I love that space is so close. It's, it's so wild. I mean, the rockets do it in minutes. They go so fast, but like, if you drive a hundred kilometers an hour, you could, you could get there. It would not take you that. Now, the second question I'm going to be asking is, what kind of student were you when you were at school? And for me, I was a, uh, an early gifted student, uh, which meant that I was a good reader. And so I read ahead in classes and got in trouble for reading ahead. That meant to keep up with the group. But it also meant that I struggled when it came to like becoming committed to doing work and sitting down to do work. I hadn't learnt the skills that other people had to learn, which I think is a pretty common thing that gifted kids have is they don't learn how to do the work. They just are good at it already. Uh, and then when I got to university, I was a very social person. Uh, I, I was able to do most of the work and I had time to do social things. So I did a lot of social things with people in clubs and societies, which if you haven't noticed with DN doctorates, a lot of clubs and societies have been inspired by things that I've, by interacting with. Uh, now, the next question I'm going to be asking people is, if you had to give a TED talk right now, what would that TED talk be on? And for me, if I had to, I'm, 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 I'm really into law. I know lots of lore about a lot of things. So I could give a TED talk about Star Wars, about Pokemon. I would like, I, I could give you an entire TED talk about the, the lore and the themes of each Pokemon generation and how they have changed and evolved over time and how there is a, uh, a wave where they build to universe God level power and then dip back down to to local threats, local enemies, local powerful uh, legendaries, and then it shifts back up to to 
like eventually like that power scale builds back up and, and you have this crest again i could talk about that for a very long time i could probably do a succinct ted talk on that amongst many other things um i'm also going to ask people what their favorite thing about ttrpgs is and for me uh my favorite ttrpg thing is the opportunity to tell stories collaboratively with other people if i was telling a story by myself i would be writing a book uh, or an audio play but collaborate collaborating with other people gives you additional elements and unexpected things and thoughts that you didn't have and they get to bring all those excellent things into your story and enrich it next question i'm going to ask people is what class would you be in real life so if i was a real life if i was a D character in real life what would i be now i've been an academic for a lot of my life well i've been in academia for a lot of my life so probably some kind of wizard but i'm also a storyteller uh, so some kind of bard maybe, or a sorcerer, so charismatic. I think, I think if we can buy, like, I think if I'd be like a very, I'd be a very studious sorcerer. I think is what I'm getting at. I would be like a book learned sorcerer. Doesn't really fit into academia, but they get along. They get they get by well enough, uh, and they have the charisma to back them up in other things. That that'd be me. I'd probably be a sorcerer. Um. Maybe just a bard. I think bard is the, is the, the most common answer we're going to hear. Uh, and then the next question, the final question I'm going to ask everybody, is what is your favorite thing about PAX Australia so far? And for me, it's getting to hang out with all these cool TTRPG people in, in the real space and getting to meet them and get just hang out uh, when we're not doing D&D, when we're not on stream doing stuff, like we get to just chill and hang out and get to have those kind of natural moments that you don't get to do online. Just it's It's been so lovely getting to spend time with these people. Uh, in fact, I am going to stop talking now and we're going to find some of these people and talk to them and hear their lovely voices uh, and find out what their, what their thoughts are on these same questions. So let's go do that right now. So I am here with someone you definitely will recognize, Kate O'Sullivan. Hello, Kate. Hey, Ben. It's Pax. Pax, Pax, Pax. Very happy to see you yes. in the purse, in the flesh, in the meat space. Oh my God, analog people. What? What is this disgustingness? No, absolutely not. Faces? No. So let's start off no. with a question that I'm sure you can answer me. Um, what is your favorite science fact? Uh, my favorite science fact is that uh, sea monkeys uh, undergo a very specific breed of shrimp. They are not the kind that you can just randomly buy. Um, and they're actually like still alive in that little packet. So don't think about it for too long if you've got some old sea monkeys that you never used on your shelf. Yeah, it's just slightly depressing. Um, so, Kate, what kind of student were you when you were at university? Uh, Overcommitted. Uh, I did too many things outside of my studies at the same time as doing them. So I was like the running for student council, doing the production, doing the sports things, the, the social butterfly, but with activities. Uh, 
if you had to give a TED talk, what would it be on? I mean, that's a very easy question given my current fringe show. People are calling uh, TED talk covered with musical theatre and glitter. So probably on like representation in different fields. So my current one's on like female representation in theatre, but probably yeah, like representation in TTRPGs and stuff. Okay. Um, and what would your favourite thing be about TTRPGs? getting to use my improv skills and there being no right or wrong answer and the dice being chaos. So, yes. you know, just just chaos. Yes, I just came from a panel where they gave the advice that no plan you have as a DM will survive encountering the party. Yeah, or the audience. Yeah. yeah. In real life, what class would you be? Barbarian. That is, a, that is a decision that was made by not me, uh, but she's creative, but she's a threat, so barbarian. A triple threat, if you will. Ah, oh, Keep that in. Uh, and what thing about PAX Oz have you loved the most so far? I love catching up with all the people that, like, I digital get to hang out with a lot, but then get to actually, like, give hugs to and see in, in the real space. It's good. It's a good time. Very good. Thank you very much, Kate. We'll sort of hear your voice again soon. Oh, yeah, like every, every week. <laughs> I am here with another wonderful human being. I'm sure someone recognizes EDM. Hello. It's PAX time. Thank you for flagging me down. Although they might not recognize my voice because normally I sound like a weenie little kobold. <laughs> in the times before the weenie kobold, when we introduce you, and then the weenie That's kobold true. happens. That's true. You uh, probably hear this voice for about 30 seconds before I change it. We'll just have to get you back on to do more things. Um, so, MVCDM, what is your favourite science? Favourite science fact is probably that the colour magenta doesn't exist. Um, there's no wavelength of light for magenta, and our brain doesn't like putting green in between uh, red and purple or blue. I can't remember exactly, but so it substitutes in magenta mm. to make that easier transition. I love that. It's so weird. Okay. Um, what kind of student were you? Um, it depends who you ask. Interesting. Like, like I'm imagining if I asked your mother. Uh, yeah, it goes a little bit deeper than that because I was diagnosed with a neurodivergence as an adult. Um, and so my teachers would describe me as a good worker when they can focus on things, uh, but also easily to I think that's a story that may be familiar to other people who listen to this and that is classic signs of a neurodivergence that were not picked up when I was in school uh, at that time. Very true, very relatable. Um, if you had to give a TED talk right now, what would it be on? About the way in which research data can be manipulated to express things that it didn't really find and Ooh. how that's a massive problem for publishing and research itself. Yeah. Very cool. What is your favorite thing about TTRPGs? About TTRPGs. And you always put that little shard of your personality into your character. Mm -hmm. It's very true. So, uh, what class would you be in real life? To pick because I'm like, oh, I like this one, I like this one. Um, if I had to be a class in real life, I think it would probably be a druid or a druid multi-class into wizard, probably. And it's that fascination with the natural world and the pursuit of knowledge type thing that plays into that. Okay, okay. I can see that. So, I guess, final question. What has been your favourite thing 
packs. I know probably everyone is going to say this at some point, but it's the people. The people at PAX are what makes it for me. Um, being able to see the people on panels and on stage talking about things that um, we all feel and being able to express our creativity in some of the other panels and just some of them just being downright um, chaos as we've probably all witnessed at least once this weekend. Um, and then getting to chat to people outside of that to be like, say, hey, I've seen your stuff on this you're really cool, and they're like, oh, thanks, and just starting conversations and networking that way to be able to say, like, hey, we like the same things. We should hang out. Very something I've experienced as well. Well, I guess thank you so much for taking some time today. And for people who may have forgotten, where can they find you on the interwebs? Um, so you can find me mostly as a guest on other people's uh, streams and events, but on social media, you can find me at thatNVCDM. Thank you so much. My pleasure. I am here with Ham the DM, a voice you might recognize from a certain mystery murder episode. Oh god, yeah, yeah. Um, good to see you in the flesh, in the meat space. I know, it's like we're real human beings, like here and stuff. Well, let's get straight into this. What is your favorite science fact? I'm not, my, my science knowledge is pretty terrible. Um, which I shouldn't say because I used to be a primary school teacher. I remember reading once that apparently, theoretically, it's possible for tropical fish to survive in, in like blood because of the oh. oxygen levels and stuff like that. Now, this was also some really trippy kind of Ooh. facts book that I remember getting a long time ago mm -hmm. with like, you know, here's a thousand facts, which are just ridiculous. Whether it's true or not. Well, like saline solution is water with a bit of salt in it. Yeah. And that's like a substitute for like you butt into the veins, so that. And that's just it. like there's elements of it which I'm like, like I, I can, like it might. It kind of sounds like it could be true, but mm -hmm. there's lots of facts mm -hmm. out there which like, if you don't think about it too hard. Well, it could also be good. like, and you could survive anything for a short period for of time. A, yeah, well that's just it. It's it's like you know, is that we're talking a minute? Are we talking a day? But yeah. I remember that. I think in any other science facts, oh dear God, I don't know. I'm terrible. That's fine. Uh, okay, so but when you were in school, yeah, what kind of students? I was the kind of student that none of the teachers knew that I existed because I was so quiet and I was so shy and unfortunately I was so lazy because of that. I could just sit at the back of the class and no one ever noticed. It happens. It does. It does. <laughs> but, okay, so we are here at PAX. Yep. If you had to give a TED Talk style talk right now, yeah. what could you do a talk on? talk on I could probably pull something out of my ass about um, building good teams okay um, or alternatively um, Dungeons and Dragons because I do that way too much these days fair enough um, and what is your favorite thing about TTRPGs um, oh dear god uh -huh. I've always really enjoyed writing Mm -hmm. uh, it's something I've done from uh, a little kid. Um, so the elements of the, 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 that which get linked into it. So I'm a, pretty much a, a forever DM. I was when I played when I was a kid, was when I started again playing now. Um, so I think a, a huge chunk of that is it's the, the creative element. But it's also then having a bunch of other people playing into that as well. Um, it's like serving up this platter and then having a bunch of other people providing all these incredible things, which is the most amazing meal at the end. Absolutely, mm. I agree. Um, if you, like, what class would you be in real life? If in real life, you would definitely, like, if, if you now yep. 
were in D and D. Yeah. What class would you be? Oh, totally. Absolutely, one hundred percent. Storyteller. Story storyteller. Uh, inspiration giver. Uh, um, don't ask me to sing unless you want to suffer terribly. Um, but yeah, no, I reckon Bard. That makes sense. Yeah. Popular answer for DMs, I've heard. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm not surprised. So, okay. One last question. Yep. What has been your favourite thing about PAX so far? Uh, meeting all of the people who I haven't got to meet and meet spaces like yourself. There are so many people who um, I've got to know over PAX. Uh, I saw Nova Packs over like the, the COVID period mm-hmm. um, through Jasper's, building this little community, getting involved in this community who I've never actually met, like from all over the country, and everyone coming together here and getting to actually hang out with really cool people. Very true. Yeah. Very good. Well, where can people find you in the cyberspace? Oh, God. Um, these days it's a hard question. These days it is a hard question because also when I got, or when I created my social stuff, I didn't wasn't involved with any of these sorts of things. Um, the best place to go is the Meeples and, Dra- uh, Meeples and Dragons Twitch channel. That's probably the best place to find me because uh, we play Radiant Shadows every second Saturday, 7 p.m. Australian Eastern Standard Time. Um, in regards to other socials, if you just like maybe Google like ham underscore the underscore DM, you'll probably find me lurking somewhere. Absolutely. Well, thank you so much. Thank you, man. Prometheus from some of our cobalt capers. That was fun. I did that that time. Yeah, it was good. All right, so let's, let's start off straight away. What is your favourite science fact? Uh, the likely... Well, no, the, everything we perceive is entirely made up in our heads. It fascinates me. That we see the world in our brain interpretation. Yeah, we, we don't know that any of this is even close to, like, an objective reality. Mm-hmm. There's no way of knowing that. It's terrifying, but it's also my favourite. That's a good fact. Fun fact. So, okay, when you were in school, though, what kind of student were you? I was equal parts absolute nerd uh, and absolutely ungovernable, riotous little shit. Fair. I think I transitioned from that. Yeah. I was I was the nerd and I became a riotous, rebellious teen. Yeah. Okay, so if you had to give a TED talk right now, what would it be about? Uh, why it's a poor decision to stay out till 3am in the morning, uh, the night before you're meant to be on a panel of packs. <laughs> a good a good piece of advice. Yeah. Um, also making sure that you know where your hotel key is at all times and preferably with you so you don't have to wait in the lobby for an hour before you can get in. Good packs advice. Good just travel advice. Um, okay, so what is your favourite thing about TTRPGs? <sighs> the unexpected contributions of the people that you play with um, when you get properly surprised by a reaction to a thing that whether you're running the game or whether you're playing the game as well and then you can feed off that it's just I love it yeah no I totally I vibe that uh, in real life what D&D class would you be in real life which class is closest to absolute slob? Uh, warlock? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I can see it, okay. Yeah. Okay. Uh, and what has been, this last question, what has been your favourite thing about PAX? The walking. I really enjoy how sore my legs currently are. Um, uh, no, it's the most cliche-ish answer, um, but running into people that you don't meet in real life. Uh, people have come from everywhere to be here. Um, I've met, uh, so it's only my second PAX, I'm still a little PAX baby. My second PAX as well? Yeah, woo, go second PAX buddies, woo!
few folks that I didn't have a chance to run with you last year, and it's just, it's been absolutely awesome. Absolutely. Great hanging out with you. You too, buddy. All right, well, we'll have to do some more things in the future. Where can people find you in the cyberspace? Oh, God, there's not a cyberspace you can't find me in. Uh, you'll find me on mostly on Twitch uh, in front of a camera with my actual face uh, on my channel, over on Meeples and Dragons, uh, on OzQuest, and also on the It's Fate Script channel uh, doing assorted tabletop things. Absolutely. Well, thank you so much for taking time out to have a chat with us today. Hey. Thanks for letting me stand in front of you here with a microphone, answering <laughs> questions. Anytime. I appreciate it. Well, I've happened to run into another wonderful TTRPG person here at PAX. It's Matt Briefcase Brown. Hey, Matt, Hello, how are you doing? I'm good. I'm good. Uh, it's been very busy. But other than that, I'm surviving. It's, it's a fun time. I'm seeing everyone I don't get to see all year. It's weird seeing people in the meat space after being in the digital cyberspace, but putting names to faces is always yes, fun. Yes, that is a weird thing. Like, the, the um, going a year, still seeing everyone on video, it feels like you don't notice that you're not in the same space together. And then you're in the same room together. Mm -hmm. And everything is everything is yeah. the same but different at the same time. You're like, oh, I can, I can put my hand on your shoulder and be like, it is you. It is you that is here. Yeah. There's also this this weird thing of like, oh, you're you're that tall. Interesting. That is true. There are certain certain people that you meet and you're like, wow, you are you are much taller than I thought you were going to be. Think about that. Yeah, no, I um, uh, I, I, I met everyone last year after like the whole COVID uh, lockdowns happened. So we had met everyone in like three years, and then this year was like, oh, there's less new people to meet but still still mm. just as good to meet everyone for the first time. I got to meet a lot of people that I played at Jasper's uh, for the first time again. Yeah. But then, yeah. like, I got to see everyone again. So, like, uh, any of the people I, I saw last year, they're maintaining mm -hmm. of seeing everyone at that point. Yes. Yeah. Building, building those TTRPG relationships. Yeah. yeah. This has been the first year that I've seen people wearing DN Doctorate's merchandise. Like, oh, that's right. Other people like yeah, the show. Yeah. That's a bit odd. Well, okay, let's let's get some questions in because I'm, I'm asking people here at PAX some questions and let's start with the first one. So what is your favorite science fact? Um, okay, there's a there's a painting science fact here. Painting science? Yeah, okay, yeah. so I paint a lot of mini. And, and mm -hmm. uh, what I use to shake up my paint is technically a test tube. I use ah. a little Vortex spinner, uh, and it's become quite okay. synonymous in the hobby as a paint mixer, uh, because you think of them like the giant ones of Buddings. You put the tin in, you shake it all about, it's like mechanically mm -hmm, shaking mm -hmm, it. Mm -hmm. This one's literally just like a small centrifuge, and it just, you pop it on top, and it spins it around, and it is the best way to mix paint I've ever seen. Oh. So my fun science fact is, my paint mix is not a paint mixer, it's actually a test tube chemical solution mixer. That's... That's really cool and really like specific nerd niche yeah. hobby. That's it's so cool. It's so weird and niche that hobby stores have now started oh selling God. them under the guy. Yeah, it's really? like literally the, the brand has a test tube on it. It's called Intlab, the one I buy. Intlab Vortex Mixer. And the other one's like a, a bit more expensive. This is like the cheaper version, but you can get one that costs like double the amount uh, because that right. initially was the, the only one you could buy. It was, was um, 
like rounded and I can't remember the name of it. Because uh, uh, I've seen people use like back massages. I've seen that to, too, like, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, no, this okay. one just sits on the desk and you just pop the paint thing in. It does um, it does any dropper bottle really easily. The Citadel ones, you got to kind of find the right thing on it. But yeah, yeah, it's just, it's right. just a, it's a test tube mixer. It's a cool piece of trivia and a cool piece of uh, mini painting advice. All right, so when you were in school, what kind of student were you? Uh, okay, I was classic hashtag gifted kid until I realized I didn't need <laughs> to try anymore uh, because uh -huh. probably the ADHD realized I didn't like it or have to, and then I was a straight mm -hmm. C and B student all the way through till I finished, except for the subjects that I liked, which were film and TV. That I... I relate yeah. to that. Entirely. I was like bats B, science, chemistry, physics, until I was like, I hate this. I really hate all of these subjects because it means that yeah. I you know, like once once I was like Once you were once you actually had to put in the yes. work to, to get the good grades, you were like, wait a minute, I just enjoyed yeah, the praise. I enjoyed Hang on. being good at it, and now that I have to read a textbook cover to cover, I hate this. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, all right, well, we're here at PAX. Yes. If you had to give a TED Talk style talk right now, what would it be on? Oh, okay. Uh, all right. Uh... Like we, we commandeer a, 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 a room, we funnel people in, and you're given time for a TED Talk. What are you talking about? Oh, that's hard. I can talk about so many things endlessly. Like, you know, there's challenges where it's like you get a million dollars, you have to keep talking for six hours. I got like, yeah. I got too many of those that I could do. Um, I don't know. Is it, is it like, what realm are we looking at? We look at TGRPG or painting or like game? Like, what, what's, what's the scope here? What's the, f okay, what's the first thing that comes to mind? I'm looking around and I see a lot yeah. of tabletop stuff. So I would say maybe TTRPG. So it'd be like, I, c I could do a TED talk very easily on like, how to get into role-playing games and how uh like 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 how to get into role play how to do accents uh how to mm -hmm. how to play these games like it doesn't have to be system specific yeah. but like literally like the tools you need to get into them i guess i think that'd be interesting yeah. there's definitely a space for like uh specifically doing character accents i think is one of those things like oh i want to do a character voice do you or do you want to bring in some kind of uh like sound to your voice that isn't an accent but it's it's something else or uh, well i actually i just i watched a panel by uh aj ellen and rob earlier uh this weekend that literally kind of covered that uh aj doesn't specifically do voices on theirs uh but they do their own voice with different cadences and tones and stuff and that is so true mm -hmm. you don't have to do mm -hmm. a voice you can, you can slow down the way you speak put yourself in a lower register and suddenly you have gravitas like it it, it changes right mm, yes and yes. i did the same I, voice i'm guilty then. of doing uh like pseudo french pseudo like uh, like Scottish dwarven accent. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and I, I always make the excuse that I'm not doing a Scottish accent. I'm doing a dwarven accent. Yeah. It's a spot-on accent from that fictional city in my world exactly. that happens to sound a little French. It's exactly that. Yeah. What is your favorite thing about TTRPGs? 
Uh, the joke is, is escapism, right? Like, I, li I, I don't want to exist in the real world, so I escape into my fantasy. No, I just, I like hanging out uh, and telling fun stories. I'm definitely, I've definitely noticed over the years I'm a storyteller. So, mm -hmm. like, finding a format that works for me uh, is, is TTRPG, and I think being able to tell a story that you can influence is, is like movies, but uh, not better in, it's not better strictly, it's just, it is on par in a different way like video games are like they're its own medium you get to influence mm. the story you get to have ch there's an element of chance and chaos injected into it and you're roughly abiding by a rule set you don't have to but you could i mean sometimes it's a little like calvin ball we make up the rules as we that's, go i mean that's that's the dm's job like it's like what rules yeah. do i ignore to make the fun happen or your players are trying to do something and there is no specific rule about whatever they're trying to do and you're like, okay, well, I, you want to slide down the banister and look really cool and then cut off an orc's head. Yeah. I guess we'll we'll call that an athletics yeah, or an ac acrobatics. I'll call it acrobatics. I, that sounds acrobatic. Sometimes I'll just be like, do either of these checks. Like, I don't mind what you do. It's one of them. And I don't yes. care if you use the one that you're better at because, you know, sometimes it's like, just let them choose what they're good at. Uh, yes. Yeah. yeah. Um, and sometimes we have to... Sometimes, and this is... I I would have previously said this was a hot take, but I think now, given my more exposure to the, the general TTRPG scene, this is a lukewarm take at best. D&D &D is not the best system, and you don't need to use D&D &D to tell your story. No, I mean, I think that comes with the saturation of all these micros and indie RPGs coming out as well. Uh, you can have D&D. D&D is good at what it does and also bad at what it does. It's a great it's a gateway game. Absolutely. People know, it's in, in some ways, it's, great, it's a good gateway game because people recognize it. It has that it's, brand it's recognition, rec yeah, yeah. the way people are like, oh, I know what Monopoly is. I'll play that game. But it's not the best. D&D existing is ultimately a good thing because you, as a smaller TTRPG uh, channel or something, might not have someone exposed to you without the massive funnel that is D&D. Now, people don't have to like D&D. Exactly. You know, like, I, I could recognize problems, and Hasbro certainly loves to test our uh, patience uh, with them. Mm -hmm. But... Uh, mm. I think it would be I think it would be naive to state that it, it our industry would exist without it. I don't think it would yes. in the same capacity. Like we might have something similar, but not anywhere near as big it is now. And and mm. like you hear industry people being like, our book price is tied to what the D and D book prices are because they they, they are an industry leader. Like mm, that's it's, true. It's whether we want it or not. Uh, they have they have a they have a foothold here, but. It doesn't have to be a bad thing. Like, I like d and I play it probably the most out of everything. Uh, yeah, I mean, I've got a lot of D&D, like, 5th edition third-party supplement yeah. books where they're like, hey, people know how to play D&D, but what if we do D&D yeah. uh, with more, like, Magitech? Or what if we do D&D yeah. where more vampires or, like... But then I also have a bunch of other systems, and yeah. I think other systems are great when you want to tell a different kind of story like you can do heists in D&D &D, but when you have a game like Blades in the Dark where heists are basically the way you play that game if you want to run a heist game why not run 
Blades in the Dark. Yeah, if you want to run a Cosmic Horror, why not Cthulhu? Like, there are other options out there. Like, and you don't have to have a plug-in for every game. Like, I don't think... I don't think uh, having a license for one system for everything is, is a good idea either. Like, we've got a really good Avatar uh, game that exists now uh, in... I think that's powered by the apocalypse. Like that's not D and D at all. Yes. And then, yeah. Uh, uh, they they kind of have a lot of licensed games on the same thing. And then you go over here. You've got D and D's doing the Magic the Gathering side of things, which is mm -hmm. very fun mm -hmm. because I think I think I mean that's what that's what they do really well. It's what Pathfinder does really well. That's what the third parties do really well. They find settings to adapt and world books. And I think world books are like invaluable because you could take a world book for anything and just be like we're just going to play this rpg in this setting and here is the basically the world bible to this book here and you can make it system agnostic in that way um yes yeah well okay we've we have drifted well oh yeah, track. yeah 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 um, <laughs> okay so so i had like six questions and we're so off track okay um going back to D because that's the one that everyone knows yep. uh what class would you be in real life oh god um look I want to say bard. I want to say bard. Bard's a really popular thing. I've like I've, I've experienced. That's because we're content creators. That's because we are the bard. Like we're we're storytellers. We're, yeah. we're we yeah. are literally eloquent mm. bards at nature. However, I love cleric. I think clerics are a such a funky, powerful class. So. And I and like I don't know something about like when I played Baldur's Gate I did 140 hours and my guy was a cleric based on my blue tongue wizard and I thought it was awesome. Um, I like bards for the reason that they they kind of embody our charismatic personalities and and we are performers of nature. Um, mm -hmm. So like a like a knowledge bard like a knowledge cleric. Oh look maybe um, I do like I love I I I you know I got fierce loyalty to my friends so the, the cleric factor is there as well mm -hmm. and I like to support those around me in that sense. Uh, yeah. So like look call it a hybrid multi class like bard bard with a bit of cleric in there then. Mhm. Mm mm -hmm. uh, like a divine like a divine soul but a bard. Maybe yeah maybe. Okay. Alright, so final question. What is your favorite thing about PAX Oz so far? Okay, so the, the weird thing about PAX is that I've been doing PAX since 2013 Australia. That's the first PAX wow. Australia. Uh, mm -hmm. I have enforced every single one, uh, barring the last two years. The reason I did is because I sort of switched over to doing panels instead. And right, so you were one of the staff, one of the enforcers, and then you have become a panelist. Yeah, instead. So uh, I've never truly attended PAX in the in the normal, in the quote unquote normal way, like getting the three day pass and doing the stuff. I've always had something to do at PAX with PAX, and so my mm -hmm. experience mm -hmm. has been like, okay, uh, what is the through line there? It's the community. So the enforcer community is 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 like a very tight knit family. Like there are group groups upon groups there's like the theater gang and then there's the there's the forces as a whole then you got the people you directly work with and then the, the sub theaters and things like that or the the line entertainers and all that and then there's a very tight-knit family there and then over covid lockdown when we there was no enforcing to be had uh and i was i was doing my exploration into the dmd space a bit more because there's no in-person games anymore there's no any of this i was mm -hmm. i was my mm -hmm. i was starting to properly do my my pro dming so i um 
I flung myself fully into the into the community a lot more and it did Jaspers a couple times and then it was okay we've got two years of this let's get some paddles going a bit more last year I had three panels and, and then it became all right here's the D&D community now so last year and this year we had a little meetup uh on the Thursday which has both years now been my favorite day of packs not packs itself but Mm. Uh, meeting up with everyone in a non-work just hanging out capacity like at PAX everyone's running around like headless chickens uh, myself included I'm trying to film panels for people or for myself or beyond them uh, mm -hmm, and so mm -hmm. like if you saw me on the weekend I may have just been going from thing to thing and I know that a lot of people were like I know Rob had like five panels this weekend. Um, I mean Kate was on two Kate was on two uh I filmed one for Kate, and then I was on one with Kate, actually. Um, yeah. Uh, and then... That uh, Cursed Trivia. Cursed Trivia was fun. Um, yeah, it's, it's just been, it's been nuts. And, but the Thursday before, everyone's just hanging out, and it's the calm before the storm. Mm -hmm. Storm of fun, for sure. But, uh, yeah, th the Thursday night before, where I'm literally seeing most of the people I haven't seen for almost a year or more, or meeting for meeting some more for the first time is my favorite yeah. uh, part about packs and then and then seeing what everyone does after that like i still go and talk to all the enforcers i they like we hang mm -hmm. out mm -hmm. and i stay with some enforcers uh in my room so we'll i will catch up with the people that i want to catch up with or as much as i can there's so many people there's like a thousand enforcers and then a few hundred aussie rpg people uh to try and fit in yeah. a weekend it's 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 been full on yeah and so much fun oh absolutely i wouldn't change it i would i like i, I say I'm, I'm gonna be exhausted in fact i am exhausted oh, yeah. but i wouldn't change it this is it's like the, the the most busy week of the year for a reason oh yeah and definitely it's i would say it's very like creatively energizing as well like i'm walking out of packs feeling like full of ideas oh and, like, yeah having spent time with people being like i need to make something and get these people involved in this project with oh, me sure especially if you've done a panel there's like a there's a special energy to that uh doing i've done i think i've done panels for five or six years at this point and getting on stage and doing a panel and it going well is just the best feeling i think i've only had one panel where i wasn't super happy with it it wasn't my very first one but every year mm -hmm. after that's just been like, oh my God, the, the audience feedback is crazy. It is great. It's like a theater mm -hmm. of three to 900 to a thousand people just like chilling out with you while you're doing some dumb stuff or insightful stuff or yeah. whatever stuff yeah. you're doing. Oh man. Well, that's the dream. Maybe next year for me, I can get my panel. Hopefully have some fun. I think you definitely. I think uh, uh, like Kate's, Kate's done crit or kiss. And, and that was fantastic. I have no doubt that if you got a good idea, they'll they'll have you up there. Mm -hmm. Well, maybe maybe next year I'll be doing another one of these on the floor packs interviews, uh, but I'll also be doing panels, so that'd be cool. Well, Matt, thank you so much for, for taking time out of your busy day today. Um, where can people find you on the social medias? Oh, uh, uh, okay. So I am producer and DM over at Split the Party. Uh, you can find us on Split the Party YouTube.com/slash/SplitTheParty. On Twitch, we are the same thing. Just split the party TV on the end. Just a little TV. Uh, or, you know, it, it, some of our socials are just like split the party TV. Like, go have a look at that. There's a link tree. 
And then I'm also a professional mm. DM. Uh, you can find me to hire games or anything that you're looking for, socials, corporates, or whatever you're looking for. I can run games in most things, RPGs. And that's dungeonmasterforhire.com.au or dungeonmastersdragons.com.au. Thank you very much. Enjoy the rest of your day. And we'll we'll get you back on the show sometime to do some more fun, maybe some more heists. Maybe that was, that was good fun. That was fun. That was very fun. I love fish. Well, I mean, fish has become a recurring NPC. Oh, has he? Uh, in the Cobalt community. Yeah. yeah. That's the highest honor. That's the highest honor. Your PC is, is now an fish NPC is the official, in my campaign. The official cook. Hell in, in the, uh, yes. Cobalt group. That's yeah. so. I've made my afternoon. <laughs>